From Leader in Me Studios, I'm Molly Garcia. This is The Empowering Teacher. Close your eyes. Think back to that unforgettable day. Congratulations on achieving Lighthouse certification. The buildup, anticipation, and unbelievable excitement that comes with becoming a Lighthouse School is like no other. The collective action of your school's community of life-ready leaders and the commitment to continual growth is celebrated during this process. It's like a moment of time that replays over and over while you carry the biggest smile on your face. That feeling of empowerment and ownership from students, staff, and families is what it's all about. And we know that growing in our Leader Me framework doesn't stop when we achieve Lighthouse certification. So how do we do life beyond this moment in time? How do we move forward and still stay anchored in those foundational models that we know are instrumental in our Leader Me implementation? To help us dig into ways to go deeper in our learning and focus on those areas where we want to collectively grow as a school, we're connecting with Jan McCartan, coach and consultant, serving schools in Michigan, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, and New York. And she's a lead reviewer in our Lighthouse certification process. Jan, welcome to the Empowering Teacher Podcast. Hi, Molly. It's great to be with you. Yeah, it's an honor to have you today with us. We are so excited to jump right into all things Lighthouse with you. Um, Before we jump into it, though, let's just kind of share with our listeners who might be new to Leader Me what it means to achieve Lighthouse certification. Yeah, so being part of that Lighthouse community really is such a great honor for our schools. So when Leader Me schools work intentionally and synergistically with their staffs and their students and their families around the Leader Me framework, they just begin to see these transformational results in their everyday practices around leadership, culture, and academics. And just like a lighthouse out at sea, right, shining bright for the ships, our lighthouse schools do the same thing. They shine bright like beacons for other Leader Me schools. They are the exemplar model of a completely implemented Leader Me process, and they see Leader in Me not as one more thing, but as an operating system for continuous growth and success. So earning Lighthouse certification is a true celebration for all. I love that you describe it, Jan, as a beacon of hope for other schools. Talk about the collective efficacy and vision that we have as a Leader in Me family, that we support each other and we serve as a beacon of hope. In your role as a coach and a leader in our Lighthouse certification process, you really do spend some good quality time with schools that have achieved that Lighthouse milestone. So can you share with us, what are some of those anchoring attributes that Lighthouse schools have in common? Ah, Molly, there's so many incredible qualities that our Lighthouse schools exude, right? And I don't even think we have enough time to celebrate all the greatness on today's podcast. I will share, though, a few attributes that just stand out. I would say one of the very first things that we notice in our Lighthouse school are really the incredible staff and students. Their overall genuine care, respect, and trust for one another is at the heart of a lighthouse school. I'd also say another thing that stands out is this common belief, right? A common belief that everyone 
including students, staff, and families, right? Big sister, little brother, cousin, aunt, that they can all be leaders and they all have genius within them. And along that, Lighthouse Schools also set goals intentionally and use the four disciplines of execution to achieve those goals. So if you walk into a Leader in Me school and you see those things, you know that something special is taking place. I love that they all have, they're really anchored in the five core paradigms is what I'm really hearing in the story you're sharing. And really they address teaching leadership principles that all of them look at systems for voice and choice. And ultimately they have a system to really sustain academic results. And so those seem to be the anchoring pieces that draw them together. We also know that one of the beautiful aspects of our framework is that we have a common foundation and there's our big end. There's room for different. So what are some of those differences we may see between Lighthouse Schools? Yeah, Molly, I'm glad you asked. So you're right. We do have a common certification. So to earn Lighthouse certification, each school participates in a review process that's aligned directly to our Leader Me framework and rubric. So a school would need to demonstrate key benchmarks of measurable results as it connects to culture, leadership, and academics, right? But what's most exciting is that schools are able to use the Lighthouse rubric to determine their best systems and strategies to meet that benchmark based off their own school's desires and needs. So essentially, a school uses the framework as a guide, but can use their own voice in making their own choices and decisions to discover their own systems and goals for their schools. So they get to tell their story through the framework. So that really provides opportunities for them to celebrate differences. Now, Lighthouse Now What, I think is a question that schools who achieve this certification, they can find themselves asking. So what is your response to that question? Yes, Molly, that's a great question because as coaches, we often get asked that, right? So one thing that I would just share is that Lighthouse is not a destination. It's just a stop along the way in your Leader in Me journey. And we're always continuing to learn and grow in our schools. So with that in mind, I'd like to say we work synergistically in moving through the rubric and taking our schools from that mature level all the way up to that sustaining level and really letting the schools shine in the areas they really want to see their desired results. And what I find most amazing is that our Leader in Me schools, they really do have that burning desire to grow within that framework and to set goals to provide those maximum results. Like even during those hardest times, right? Like hmm, maybe a pandemic, right? Our schools want to provide the best opportunities for their staff, their students, and the families that they serve. So they're always asking themselves that question, what next? And many of our schools choose to answer that question by participating in impact journeys to support growth. We're going to jump into impact journeys here, and we're going to tell more about the impact journey through the story of one of our schools that you're actually working with in New Hampshire that really have knocked it out of the ballpark when it comes to just stretching their learning and coming back to those foundational pieces of our framework. So tell us a little bit about who they are and their Leader Me journey. Yeah, so I am fortunate and lucky that I get to work with so many schools that really are hitting it out of the park with Leader and Me. However, today I get to share with you a wonderful school located in Manchester, New Hampshire, 
and that's Gosler Park Elementary. Go Gators! <laughs> this is cool, so unique, because they first joined Leader and Me back in like 2015, and then they became the first lighthouse school in the state of New Hampshire in 2019. And I would just say what's really unique and amazing about this school is just that over the past couple years, the school really has needed to adjust and pivot in many ways just due to the pandemic. And what was really cool is that the staff and students, they remained steadfast and continued their mission of teaching and learning for themselves and students and modeling of those five core paradigms and the seven habits. They remained true to their school-wide wig, and they even transformed their leadership day from an in-person event to a virtual event, and they didn't miss a beat in doing so. So here's my follow-up thought. How did they know they were ready for an impact journey in a pandemic, right? Of all times and spaces in education. How did they know? Right? Well, for starters, shortly after uh, the school received their recertification for Lighthouse, their amazing principal, Lori Upham, she asked that one special question. <laughs> What's next? <Yeah. laughs> right? So she did. She asked that question. And really, since the school was continuing to take their Lighthouse certification just to that next level and to really dive deeper within the framework, it was a natural next step for them in their Leader Me journey. And so in thinking of what would be the best next step on that framework, the team together, all of the educators in the building, they were eager to start the impact journey to move towards really finding that greater result in the area of school-wide academics. So together as the Lighthouse team, they chose to focus on Academics 1, closing the school's proficiency gap. And then they have just created so many systematic focuses around their school-wide wig for math that supports grade levels and students. And I'm happy to share that they're just over halfway through their first impact journey and they are rocking it. Jen, just for our listeners that might be like not sure what an impact journey is, what, how would you describe an impact journey for them? That's a great question. Yeah, an impact journey is a professional development opportunity for schools to really focus in on one area of our framework, right? So they get to choose an area of the framework, continue to dive deeper and learn the skills and strategies to help them become successful in that area. Here's the question that I'm wondering. I'm just thinking about the reality and the space we're in right now in mm -hmm. education. So let's kind of bring in their wisdom. How did they approach their impact journey going mm -hmm. deeper into academics without it? Honestly, Jan, turning into one more thing. Yeah, because teachers don't need one more thing right. on their plate, yes, do they, right? Yes, right. Yeah. So this was really brilliant. Instead of adding it to their plate or moving in a different direction, the Gossler Parks Lighthouse team made the thoughtful choice to align an impact journey with something that they were already doing. So what they did was they aligned the impact journey to their math goal. It was a focus for the school and the impact journey allowed them to become very intentional around setting goals and achieving those goals. You embed it within the system we're already using. So it's not one more thing. And it's really in this space, it seems like it was amplifying the work that they, it was already going to be there. It had already been identified. Yeah. You know, we already have goals as a building and we're already trying to work towards them. How do we work smarter, not harder? And so I think that's what 
this impact journey is doing for them. And it's really allowing them to be clear around systems around their math goals. Mm -hmm. So they're starting to see great successes and we're just really proud of them. And I love that. And the impact journey has support from coaches to work side by side with them as they dig deeper into that focus area. Let's go into framework. So Mm -hmm. how can an impact journey support a school or Gossler Park in going deeper in the framework? What's that alignment to the framework? When you select an impact journey, it really does allow you to have a very clear focus around a specific part of that framework, right? It allows the school to narrow down their learning or their wigs for the year and just be really intentional around achieving that goal. So in the case of Gosler Park, the school identified areas that they really wanted to see stronger results. And then they selected their schools to go through that impact journey of around math, right? So the impact journey provided Gosler Park with additional coaching around it, as well as allowing their students to be aware of that goal, as well as staff as they moved on to their next standards. I love that because it's all inclusive of all stakeholders as well. Gosh, but that's Mm -hmm. a great way to close the loop. So with the extension of learning with the impact journey, talk to us a little bit how Gossler Park is balancing the act of moving forward while Mm -hmm. also still remaining anchored in the foundational models of Leader and Me. Gossler Park really does connect back to their lighthouse and review as well as the framework so much that they've created systems around their action teams and staff meetings, meaning the school has built their action teams around specific areas of the framework that they want to continuously work on to get better as a school. They constantly refer back to the rubric, the reviews to help drive their knowledge of Leader and Me. All their staff meetings, action teams, agendas are created using the see, do, get model. And this helps them really determine what is their end in mind and what are their results they're trying to achieve. This is the question I'm pondering right now, Jan. What are some systems and structures that Gossler Park uses to help keep them in that space of consistent reflection? They always are asking themselves, What are those results that we want to achieve and how are we going to do that? And so when looking at those results, that's how they create their systems for their action teams, right? So if they look at our MRA data, they look at school data, they look at staff data, and they make the decision to say, this is what's really most important in our school. And so we are going to create a system where we meet as a staff, where we meet in our action teams focused around those areas. Nice. So it's kind of just part of who they are and what they do, it sounds like. Okay. So achieved our Lighthouse certification. We're excited and we're moving forward. And we know what that feeling is like, Jan. Like when you get that news, it is like amazing. You are walking on cloud nine as a collective school because you worked so hard. It was such great just affirmation to the core beliefs of who they are as a school. And I want to be real with what are some watch outs or some pitfalls that we could find ourselves in once we receive that Lighthouse certification? Yeah, Molly, you're so correct. When a school earns Lighthouse certification, it is one of the best days ever, right? And (laughs) we just want to like scream out loud to everyone that we've we've earned that achievement. And so we do get really excited. And then sometimes we let our guard down a little bit and we get complacent and we we tend to just stay there, right? We tend to see Mm -hmm. it more as a destination versus just a spot on our journey, right? And Mm -hmm. so as a watch out, I would say, keep moving forward, right? Keep asking yourself these three questions. Where are we now? 
where do we want to go and how will we get there? Right. I think those would be the three questions I would keep referring to, to keep us moving forward in our leader in me journey. That really supports what you were talking earlier about having a system for reflection. If those three key questions are part of that space, then we're constantly moving forward. What I love about what you shared is it's simple. There's three simple questions we can consistently ask ourselves that will continually put us in a space of improvement and getting better and serving kids the best that we can. Jan, thank you for opening up the possibilities when it comes to the question, now what? After this amazing milestone, it has been so helpful in conversation today. And it reminds us that Leader Me is all about continuous improvement. I love how you said it's not a destination. It's a journey. You know what's next. The rapid (laughs) fire questions. Jan, are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Let's do this, Molly. (laughs) All right. The best part of being a coach. Oh, that's an easy one. The best part being a coach, hands down, is that I get to work alongside of some of the most thoughtful, inclusive, passionate, dedicated educators. Yes, this is, I'm, I'm like high-fiving you right now. I know you can't yeah. see, but I'm totally high-fiving you. All right. One thing you're grateful for today. One thing I'm grateful for today is that Shamrock Shakes are back. <laughs> <laughs> They always make our family smile. (laughs) It's just simple things in life. (laughs) All right. One quick fact most people may not know about you. Okay. This one, I'm like literally on the edge of my seat because I want to (laughs) know. Oh, wow. Oh, one fact that they might not know. Well, I do fly all the time and I do love to travel. But I have huge anxiety around flying. And I think it has something to do with like it being a control thing and that I can't drive the plane. <laughs> that has so many layers to it, being that we travel so much. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> one word your past teachers would use to describe you. Believe it or not, over the years, I've had many teachers tell me or tell my mom that I'm just too shy. Chad McCartney. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? You've broken out of your shell so beautifully, for sure. <laughs> I'm sure that I'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> All right. What is the best piece of leadership advice you've ever received? The best piece of leadership advice I've ever received was when I was a principal and I was getting ready to hire. It was my first opportunity to hire new staff members in the building And my assistant superintendent just pulled me aside and said, hey, good luck today when you're hiring. But remember, you want to find people with different talents and different strengths than you so that together Mm -hmm. and collectively your school can be the greatest it can be. Oh, I love that, right? It's Mm -hmm. really synergy. It's it's the core of synergy, valuing difference. Oh, I love that. Jan, thank you for having a bit of fun with us today. Everyone, we'll be right back with some more greatness from Jan in just a moment. How often do you log on to leaderme.com and feel amazed at all the resources there? And then maybe right after that, you're wondering, where do I start? Or how do I find that resource or video that I heard about or I saw before? I'm Alex Martin, Leader in Me coach in Colorado, Missouri, and Wyoming. I love our website and feel we have some of the best resources to support leaders at all levels of Leader in Me. To navigate our site well, I highly recommend the My Favorite Resources, or what I call the Heart Feature. It's located in the upper right of your home screen. 
this heart tool helps you save and organize your favorite Leader in Me resources into your own personal library. You can heart any Leader in Me resource, just look in the resources upper right corner. If you like it, save it. You can go even deeper to create personalized collections of your favorites. I have collections from my favorite videos, lesson resources, and goal setting. Start building your favorites library today on leaderinme.com. Welcome to the Paradigm Pause. Today, let's look at an effective and empowering paradigm as we approach and achieve Lighthouse certification, one that's fueled by continuous improvement where we define our experience as a journey rather than a final destination. Achieving Lighthouse Certification is a living model of continuous improvement, of intentional celebrations, and laser-like focus on what we want for our students. Jan shares with us today that Lighthouse schools don't add more, they go deeper and find ways to align the work they find most important to the framework. They intentionally own the paradigm of seeing their work as a journey not as a checklist for completion. They understand that there's no cap on the potential in their school. When we choose this paradigm, we understand it's not about perfection. It's not about being done. It's about the progress we make along the way. Welcome back, everyone. We always end our podcast episode with one doable action step or strategy that the empowering teacher, that's you, can take right back to the classroom. So keeping our focus on life beyond Lighthouse, Jan, what is one thing our teachers can move forward with today that will have a great impact? Consistent reflection. That's the key of the game here, right? Mm -hmm. So their Lighthouse team meets once a month to really reflect around their action teams, to reflect around their progress, and to connect with any goals that they have set. And they do that by using their previous Lighthouse review reflection. They use it by looking at the rubric and really diving deeper within that. And one of the ways that they also connect is really just around really asking these three questions. These three questions when they meet and they say, where are we at now? And where do we want to go? And how will I get there? And those three questions guide that reflective process, and they embed that into their staff meetings. That is creating such a, a just a great visual image for me. I'm thinking of like bumper rails, like when we go bowling. Mm-hmm. So many different spaces in education right now, and sometimes we just kind of go from right to left, right to left, and, and whatever the situations are. But it sounds like those three questions and the framework and the, you know, the feedback and, and the reflection pieces from their Lighthouse certification really helps guide what they're doing so that they don't get off track. I love that example. Thank you for that, Jan. Yeah. I would say keep reflecting around those three simple questions. Where am I now? Where do I want to go? And how will I get there? If a school connects three or four times around those questions, they're going to find great success. I love that. Thank you, Jan. Thank you for sharing your genius with us today. And of course, a big thank you to our listeners. Keep shining. You've got this.